what is good divine dolls and divine stories so i am actually for one of the first times since i've been recording for the past two years re-recording this because i want to make it short sweet and to the point and the point was i was listening to this one audiobook about three minutes and 42 seconds in it's called your invisible power a manual of using mental energy and he talked about the law of reciprocity um, in terms of our thoughts, right? And what he said was so profound. He said, you need to fully understand that your thoughts will manifest into spiritual and physical things, right? We've heard the, the phrase before, you know, thoughts become things. And that's why it's so important to pay attention to the things that we're think that we think about right and i love how it's going in tandem with some of the things that we've been learning here on this podcast which was the idea of the tenfold um the tenfold returns when we are um, having gratuitous gratuitous thoughts and activities right and sharing um, paying it forward, that not only we do that, but that we, so the words that was used in that book was to claim it, but to cultivate it. And part of the cultivation is the affirmation that I am grateful to receive tenfold of whatever it is that I gave out for the highest good of all. So if you gave someone $5, I am grateful for the $50 I'm going to return in a way that is, excuse me, for the highest good of all. Right, that's the cultivation part, claiming and then cultivating it. So that's important, right? Um, when we were reading from the book, How Rich People Think, yesterday, Steve Siebold in chapter 28 was reminding us that it's important for us to start to align ourselves and listen to people who help us shape positive thought patterns, Right? Look for people, look for audiobooks, look for things that are helping us elevate our thought pot patterns that help us to have um, healthy thoughts about relationships, about our money, about our health, about our well-being, about our self-care, right? Um, and last but not least... Again, I, I just love how this is kind of a reinforcing message because we've talked about um, our thoughts about the tenfold return. But also um, earlier today, I recorded um, something I heard from Launch to Success, I think is what her name was called. Um, uh, say yes to things that keep you in your Zen flow. Right. I love it because we can say, say no to things that, you know, don't serve you. We've been on that energy for a while. Say things, say no to things that no longer serve you. This is just kind of turning the dial a little bit um, and rewiring your mind and reprogramming your mind to say yes to things that allow you to stay in your Zen flow and do that throughout today. Um, for those of you listening to this, um, <laughs> I kind of beat some of you to it because sometimes if I come back within an hour, um, I'll already see a couple of you have already listened to the message. So I, thankfully, I went and 
removed it and decided to come back and make this a little bit shorter. But um, as the time that I'm recording this, it's uh, first, second, or third. It's like the second or third of August. Let's practice this for the month of August. It takes 21 days for it to become a habit. And then um, let's continue to do that for the rest of the year and the rest of our lives. Um, I think that it's one of those affirmations that I'm just adding to my pile. I am Zen. And then everything that's coming into me, every thought, every conversation, when people come around, you know, videos come around, is this going to keep me Zen? Is this going to keep me in a place of happiness? And I know one of the, the, the concepts that came up, but even when it comes to dating is at this point, any any man that would want to come into my life would have to compete with my Zen, right? So the very instant that it takes me out of my Zen element, I can't say yes to it. So it must go, right? If I, and, and this is another thing too, because um, even when I think about going to the nail salon for a lot of you, going to the nail salon, even if it is, you know, Chinese or Vietnamese, um, nail salon that could be sent to you um but the question is going to be you know when they start talking about you and doing the the insults if that takes you out of your zen then have enough self-worth and enough self-care to go to a place where it is a truly zen nail salon experience where you know it really just does feel good and they respect you know the language differences and you know speak English speak out of respect for you so that you don't feel a certain type of way you know and are courteous and aren't grabbing wallets out of your hand and sitting on you and sucker punching you and disrespecting you right you as an individual um not necessarily talking about the collective um yeah so we talked about the dating the nail salon experience type of stuff um yeah. And and I wanted to talk about a little bit about food, which I didn't on the last one too, but you know, within measure, right? Because comfort food can feel zen, but is it zen for your body, you know, type of a thing. <laughs> um and that's that's me more so talking to myself because Zen to me is Cold Stone ice cream. Although the last time I had ice cream, I can't really, I don't like dairy products. Ice cream is one of the last ones, but the last time I took it, it really <laughs> messed my stomach. But my point is, um, yeah, just look for things that allow you to stay in a Zen place. I think for me, uh, even some of the stuff you heard earlier today, like that stuff cracked me up. I love to laugh. I was really, <laughs> oh my gosh, but yeah, I love to laugh, um, I like to be at peace, I like to be serene, I like tranquility, I love good music, you throw in some good music, you have got my full attention, um, and I like thought-provoking commentary, so with that being said, yeah, I like this so much better. The last message was about 20 or 30 minutes. So this is short. It's sweet. It's to the point. Get in, get out. I think that this will help a lot of us. So just pay attention and fully understand, you know, the gravity of this, that the things that you think about, 
really do become materialized. And um, I did read in the last podcast, um, Dr. Naka, which is one of the first comments on here that has 1.3, uh, 1,300 likes under the YouTube video, Your Invisible Power, a manual of using mental energy. I'm going to surmise it because I want to keep this short. But um, he said, he or she said, um, always replace a negative thought you encounter with three positive things or thoughts being either happy memories or positive goals that you wish to achieve. And every time you do this, um, before you know it, it will be habitually doing this with ease. And again, you want to pay attention to shifting your mind to positive things, positive outcomes, positive, you know, sometimes we do stay in the back um, and what has happened in the past, but part of manifesting in healthy ways. It's visualizing the future, right? We talked about that with the um, seed money, right? With that seed money and the ten tenfold returns. Um, that book is only 24 pages, but even the importance of visualizing getting that $50, going to the bank and telling the teller to deposit it and how you're going to spend it um, are all futuristic thinking, all positive thinking, all positive goal um, goals that you, we can shift our focus to. So with that being said, that is it and that is all. Be blessed.